Now we've been talking about fear, and we've been looking very closely at 1 Peter 3, verses 13 through 15, in which we've noticed that many fears are irrational because God says if you really prove zealous, there is very few people who will harm you when you're zealous for good. But there are, of course, some who will. And even if you should suffer, however, for the sake of righteousness, he says God brings blessing when you do so. And he commands us when we suffer for the sake of righteousness not to fear the intimidation of others and not to be troubled. But thirdly, he says, if we really obey and do what God says to do, that fear will yield to our faith. Instead, we recognize Christ as the Lord in our hearts. We sanctify him as Lord in our hearts. That is, we know that he is in control of our lives to give us the strength to enable us to stand up against fear. We know that he is the one who can deal with the people who are persecuting us, that they are not really in control of the situation, even if they may have authority over us or even if they may in some way be able to exercise power over us. It is not an unlimited authority and it is not an unlimited power because it is a power subject to the authority and power of Jesus Christ himself. He is the Lord. And if we sanctify him as Lord in our hearts, that is, if we set him apart and we say, now, uh, let's look at this whole situation. Uh, we know that others do not have any authority except that authority which is given to them by God. That's what Jesus said. You remember when Pilate said, I have authority to kill you or to set you free. Jesus said, no, you don't. You only have that authority which God enables you to have. And that's what it means to, to set apart Christ as Lord in our hearts, to sanctify him. That is to, to recognize fully what his position really is, to recognize him as Lord, as the one who is over all that is happening, as the one in whose control are, are uh, the futures of both yourself and the people who are persecuting you. And if he, your life should be taken, if your good should be taken, if your job should be taken, if anything should be taken from you, even your good name should be taken through gossip or slander, <clears throat> nevertheless, the Lord Jesus Christ knows about it. <clears throat> he is in control over it. He is the one as Lord who is conducting the whole picture, the whole scene. Now, all this helps us to face fear that comes from persecution. <clears throat> but now let's turn today to another kind of fear. There are people, Christians all over the place, who get involved in fears that are sometimes called phobias. Now that's just a Greek word that means fear. It's, it's nothing all that special after all. The word uh, simply means uh, a kind of fear that is no longer attached to real situations. It may have been at one time when the person first began to fear and when he first learned to feel in this circumstance, but the, the real situation over which it began has long since disappeared. In fact, it may not even be remembered, and the person himself yet may still fear under those circumstances. Let's take an example. If someone is afraid to cross bridges or someone is afraid to uh, go up in elevators or down in elevators, or he's afraid to uh, walk outside of the house, or he's afraid to ride in automobiles. Uh, this fear 
is not a fear that grows out of a real situation any longer, even though there may have been a fear experience in one of those places in uh, time past, maybe even years ago, that was a real uh, fearful situation. <clears throat> For instance, a woman came uh, to our counseling center who was desperately afraid of crossing bridges. Now, there is nothing wrong with bridges that it, it makes a person fearful of bridges in and of themselves. Bridges can't produce fear. Bridges uh, uh, aren't really something that a Christian should fear. He should, of course, be uh, afraid of doing anything foolish on a bridge, but we're talking about a regular, normal bridge that you could drive over that's just as easy to drive over as any other uh, driving pavement or road uh, that is not a bridge over water. And uh, this woman knew good and well that there was nothing fearful about bridges, and yet every time she thought even, let alone got on a bridge, thought of going over a bridge, she would go into panic. Indeed, one woman, uh, one time when she was in a car uh, that was crossing a bridge, she hit the floor of the car and screamed and hollered and almost uh, got out of the car and ran away. Now, that's how bad her experience had become. Now, what makes a person get into that situation, and what can he do about it? This was a Christian woman. She wanted to overcome that problem. Well, you see, what happens is, is that somewhere, someplace, sometime, there was a real fear experience that took place on a bridge. As we talked to her, we discovered that in her case, for instance, that she had hallucinated in a car while crossing a bridge. Now, the reason why she hallucinated was not because she was on a bridge. It just happened that it was there. It could have been in an elevator. It could have been seated in a chair at home. It could have been in a crowd. It could have been anywhere. But it just so happened that she was in an automobile crossing a bridge when this hallucination took place. And it was a very, very fearful, frightening experience, that hallucination, which became vividly associated with crossing a bridge in a car. Now, the reason why she hallucinated, we found out later on, was because she had been staying up day and night taking care of a, a sick husband and children and during the day and so on. And uh, she just simply did not have enough sleep. And you know, if you uh, miss two and a half or more days of sleep, significant sleep loss, it can bring about every effect of LSD. Hallucinations can be caused by sleep loss. Uh, that's something, incidentally, for everybody who's listening to keep in mind. Uh, young people particularly ought to be warned against staying up day after day during exam periods studying for exams. I, we have had young people who have gone stark raving mad out of their heads just as a result of, of staying up for exams, Christian young people, and they didn't know what brought it about. They saw spiders and cobwebs and all sorts of bugs crawling over the floor and blue flames shooting out of the wall and all kinds of crazy things as a result of simply not getting their sleep. Well, that's what had happened in this woman's case. Now, how could she overcome the fear of crossing bridges? What could she do to overcome that difficulty? Well, let's look at something here. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, where John is talking about the fear of judgment, but he is applying a general principle concerning fear to that particular case, he says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. In other words, there is a force, there is a power that is greater than fear. And that power which is greater than fear is the power of love. Only love is greater and more powerful and can throw fear out on its nose. Now, this woman heard that her children were in an automobile and uh, this automobile had caught on fire. 
and without even thinking about bridges or roads or anything else, she got in her own car and she rushed across several bridges that before had been extremely fearful for her to even think about to the aid of those children. And after she had done it, the children, by the way, were all right, after she had done this, she began to realize that she had crossed bridges without any fear. What was it that was greater than that fear? It was love for those children. Love so occupied her mind, concern for those children so occupied her thinking that she rushed over those bridges heedlessly, not worrying about the fear that she had once had. Love had cast out fear. Women who are afraid of a mouse and will stand on a chair when one comes into the room will stand in front of a tiger in order to defend their children if necessary. Love is greater than fear, and the love for God or the love for one's neighbor can cast out fear. At our next broadcast, we'll talk about how. But right now, think about 1 John 4.18. Lord, help us to recognize the place of love as a power greater than fear, and give us that love for yourself and for others that we may conquer this dread enemy. For Christ's sake we pray. Amen.